Stevenson centers, and the loose puck was put on. Rebound shot blocked. Now Eichel scores. The third rebound goes for Eichel. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Marcia Sillwright to the circle. White Cloud shoots. He scores. Doing his best. Jack Eichel finds the opening. Top shelf. Sharp angle for White Cloud. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Ballard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Ballard, Chris Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... I can hear him back there. I can hear him juggling things around. No, no, that's not me. That. That's that, not that, me. That, that was totally uh, you. I yeah. know. I know my, you. my mic wasn't even on. Uh, man. Come on, uh, Ryan Wallace and Darren Millard here in Studio Thirty One at City National Arena, site of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, training camp. So uh, we are coming to you directly from camp as the final session of the day has just left the ice. Another busy day uh, for all involved, coaches, uh, trainers, uh, management, uh, certainly watching this, the scouts and the players. And uh, this was uh, this was not a day where there was any give back because uh, yesterday was so lively, so physical at times. The pace was extraordinary, and they doubled down today. It was right back at it. Yeah, there's been no easing into this. It's been two days of of work for the Vegas Golden Knights, and you know you 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 see it among the players, and it's not just the younger players that are looking to kind of make a statement or or set themselves apart. You've got veterans that are going hard and keeping that pace the second day in a row. It's good to see. Uh, on the ice today, we got to witness. Mark Stone, and that is really, if you're looking for stories of the day, Mark Stone is a legitimate uh, number one headline-making story of the day. Not because of anything that happened, ladies and gentlemen, other than the fact that he was on the ice. And yesterday, uh, we heard from Mark. Uh, we heard from uh, the captain talking about uh, yesterday was, was a victory being ready for training camp and being on the ice for the day one of training camp, even though he's in that red jersey. Uh, but uh, we'll, we would see how his body reacted and what uh, kind of uh, shape he would be in today. Well, we looked out in the ice. He was right back out there. So uh, really positive to see Mark Stone participating. Yeah, red, no contact jersey for Mark Stone still. That's the, ex- the expectation throughout camp is that he's going to be in that jersey. But you know, you look at it and it's all about testing the water. It's all about seeing how much you can push yourself, how much you can really kind of ramp yourself up. And for Mark Stone, kind of the unknown is how's the body going to hold up as you continue to add more and more to the workload. Certainly, we talked about the pace day one. The fact that he was able to get back, turn around, back on the ice here in game two or day two and full participant. It's awesome. Uh, Mark Stone skating on that uh, line with the likes of Jonathan Marcheseau and Chandler Stevenson. So uh, that was uh, the case. All the lines uh, stayed the same uh, today. There were some other developments uh, that we saw. Brendan Brisson mm-hmm. 
who was one of four players in that red non-contact uh, sweater yesterday. He was healthy enough to go back to the regular colors, which is another sign of uh, progress in the sense that he is one of uh, the many here, the 63 players uh, in training camp, who are able to, to take uh, all that comes at them. Yeah, Not restricted it, in any way. Yeah, and it's it's great to have Brisson out of the red no-contact jersey. Again, a full participant today in practice. Um, didn't look very limited yesterday in no. what he was doing. Maybe one or two drills where uh, he didn't necessarily participate. But today, full participant. And the fact that he was able to get out of that jersey that quickly, it gives you a lot of hope that there will be a lot of preseason for Brendan Brisson to make his case. Seven preseason games uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, and it starts on Sunday in Denver against the Colorado Avalanche, and uh, then they're back-to-back uh, with their first home game uh, against the Los Angeles Kings on Monday and uh, with uh, probably a down day on Tuesday, given uh, the pace that uh, that we've got uh, coming at us uh, over these first few days, uh, probably trimming of the roster, the first uh, sign of players going back to junior and, and so forth uh, on Tuesday. But uh, these first few days are certainly... Uh, ones where uh, it's being thrown at them uh, a lot. And and one thing that that jumps out at me is the fact that veteran or young guy, uh, it doesn't matter, uh, during the course of these practices, uh, the pace is at a a point or an extent where everybody's winded at at some point. Like there's not that, that... lull that you'll see in in some camps where they're standing at the whiteboard and explaining drills i haven't seen the whiteboard yet no no and and it's a quick turnaround uh bruce will talk to the guys you better get your your breath in there and then it's right back to it and uh uh, a lot of uh, impressed people in and around this building yeah just the conditioning to get through these these sessions has has been really phenomenal for the Golden Knights, but the way that it's been structured, where you've got 35 minutes to to kind of go pretty hard, pretty fast, and then you've got that break, and you come in for that secondary session, to me, that's been one of those those spots where, you know, the Golden Knights have, have really utilized their time on ice to not waste anything and just get in as much quality work as they can, and it's been really fun to watch. It's, uh, it's interesting when you've come to a few of these training camps. I, I don't know how many training camps I've, I've watched yeah. over the years, uh, three or four in the same year, where, where you do a, a tour of teams. And, and every coach has their own philosophy on how they want to approach it. Uh, some guys are very laid back, and they like to ease into training camp. Uh, and they have those breaks that are strategically set up in the course of a workout. Uh, Bruce Cassidy is obviously high tempo yeah. all the way. And uh, the the cool part about it is there's three groups. We go through that. The 9 o'clock, the 11.30, and then the 2 o'clock group uh, goes out there. And there's basically three lines and uh, mm-hmm. three sets of defensemen uh, with every group. Uh, and they'll skate for 35 minutes, uh, a, a more traditional practice. They'll go off the ice for a flood. Let the ice get uh, cleaned up and uh, patched if there's any uh, gouges in it. And while they're doing that, the coaches, it's not just sitting in there eating orange slices <laughs> and, and waiting for things to, to get done. Uh, they're doing a full video session yeah. from what I've told. And then they're coming back out and working on what 
Bruce and the coaching staff has run through them during the during the flood and capitalizing on that. And today, uh, we saw uh, a lot more neutral zone attention. Mm-hmm. And whether it's uh, two-on-twos and then uh, line rushes where you go down three-on-two and there's uh, uh, back checkers uh, coming in and making it a five-on-five in zone. But a lot of attention today on the transition part, not the breakout necessarily, but what you're doing in that neutral zone to make a solid entry uh, for offense. Yeah, and, and I think that that's going to be one of the keys for the Golden Knights coming into this season. They've, they've been a good team, generally speaking, through the neutral zone every single year that they've been in the league. And that's, you know, transition offense, the ability to to get in, to get into the zone with, with good advantageous numbers and, and ways to kind of exploit offense there. That's been the bread and butter for the Golden Knights. So, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see how everything starts to come together for Bruce Cassidy, what he wants this team to look like, and how he wants them to play. But, you know, one of the things that I think is, is a hallmark of Vegas Golden Knights hockey is the ability to, once there's a turnover, get going the other way. And that's a, a lot of what today was about. Uh, I loved what you said yesterday. If you're with us uh, on the VGK Insider Show, we brought you the entire uh, press conference uh, on the opening day of training camp from Bruce Cassidy, as well as uh, a couple of different uh, scrums uh, from the, inside the dressing room. And Chapman was there today. Ryan was in the dressing room. I was uh, talking to some players. So we'll relay some of those conversations as we go along. Uh, some side conversations that we'll just uh, paraphrase, and others you'll hear from the athlete, uh, like uh, William Carrier, uh, who we were able to catch up with today. Braden McNabb uh, was available for uh, the media to have a conversation uh and uh, we're expecting Zachary Mananen uh my pick from the very outset <laughs> yeah. who Ryan Wallace uh like I am uh, I am welcoming you aboard the Mananen Express uh to be able to uh really anticipate what he's uh he's going to bring to this organization first year uh in with the Vegas Golden Knights coming over from the KHL mm-hmm. uh I'm expecting him to join us here in Studio 31 at City National Arena for uh, for a live conversation as well. So Bruce Cassidy to come, uh, Braden McNabb, uh, William Carrier, uh, a little bit uh, about uh, uh, the kid line last year in Rombierg, uh, mm-hmm. Cotter, and Lasician. I'm calling yep. them the kid line for lack of a better uh, expression. And then Mananen. But uh, when you when you look at uh, the focus uh, today, uh, just a. a, a little bit added on to what we saw yesterday. Yeah, and, and I feel like the way Bruce Cassidy's kind of going about it in, in breaking it down into zones, defensive zone responsibility was kind of the, the topic of the day yesterday, neutral zone, the, the emphasis today. I would imagine offensive zone will be the emphasis tomorrow. Uh, digestible chunks and the ability to work on it individually in one session has to make it more digestible for most. Uh, looking forward to Zachary uh, Mananen uh, stopping by and as well as the comments from day two of training camp uh, from head coach Bruce Cassidy. But let's go down to the dressing room and uh, catch up with Will Carrier, who joins us, uh, and just get an idea of uh, what his uh, approach is with the new head coach and expectations this season. Here's Will. Here with William Carrier. And, William, it's, it's, it's been a while since we've seen you in the locker room, so are things kind of getting back to normal? Does this feel normal for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, normal training camp. Um, obviously, we're not playing any games right now, so we're just trying to learn a new system and you know, kind of get back to getting our legs under us and you know, finding good rhythm. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a process here until we get to the first game. I know you've become a dad since the last time we saw you, so what's fatherhood like? 
Oh, I got two now. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, busy, uh, less fishing, uh, more at home. Uh, it's good though. It's fun. Uh, you know, they're not here right now. I'm getting the week off, so I'm kind of enjoying that a little bit. Just with camp, uh, a lot of energy spent on the ice, so it's good to recuperate. But uh, no, it's good. I mean, uh, I'm getting that point. I'm kind of the older guys now and having kids, and uh, yeah, the team's kind of changed a little bit. Does it feel kind of weird now? You mentioned you're one of the older guys, and, and you look around, Riley Smith just got married, had a kid, William Carlson just getting married, but then you've got the guys like Petrangelo and Marcia, so who have like a whole team. Yeah, I mean, the first year we were there, I think we had like 40 kids here and here, like Holden, Marchie, then Pacho, everyone had like four or five kids, so uh, yeah, I know it's, it's like a family right in the locker room, and it, I mean, it's great to have everyone, you know, no one thinks about it, but Vegas is great for, uh, for having a family around here. You mentioned fishing. I know that's like your your passion, especially in the summer. So I heard you you spent some time in Alaska this year. What was that like? Yeah, I go there. I've been going there the last seven years, I think, up there. So it's been great. Uh, Marty and Teal uh, went up there too. Um, they loved it. I mean, it's just quiet. Uh, you know, there's not much hockey up there, so you just get your uh, your mind out of it, and it's great. You go there for uh, you know ten days, two weeks, and you get right back to the gym, and you feel fresh. Is that kind of a good way to build some camaraderie with the guys? Because you mentioned Theo, Marty go up there with you. So is that like a good team building thing for you? Yeah, I mean, we we do it, and you know, you guys are golfing, anything that's involved. But you know, we're always together everywhere we go. We're on the plane together, on the bus. We're always together. So I think. Uh, we spend enough time uh, together at the ring that once you get home, you, you know, you want to kind of stay by yourself. But, you know, in the summer, guys are always hanging around. And I think a lot of guys miss that in the summers. You don't realize it. But, you know, going to the gym and sometimes you're one or two guys. It's not having like 20 guys in the locker room. Is there a little competition between you guys to see who catches the most fish? Yeah, I don't think there's a competition on that one. I think everyone knows it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going to have to show them the ropes. Uh, yeah, I mean, Marty, uh, Marty lives by the water in Michigan. Um, Tio's up in Vancouver, so they, uh, I mean, they all know. Everyone kind of knows how to fish. It's just I've been doing it for so long and got a lot more experience on him. Uh, I'll give Tio, Tio's bear and shootout. I'll, I'll take the fishing part. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks. No problem. Will Carrier inside the uh, dressing room as we catch up to the Vegas Golden Knights uh, and the initial part of this uh, 2022 training camp, which uh, has really turned uh, a lot of people's uh, uh, attention towards the briskness of these workouts. And, and I'll tell you, I talked to a couple of guys today mm -hmm. before they went back on the ice for their second session, and they said they were tired last night. They, and, and these are elite athletes, mm -hmm. and they were put through it. So uh, an idea of the pace both uh, that uh, they're going to want to work out in training camp, but I think that throughout the year uh, with, with we uh, practice it was going to work with uh, Butch Cassidy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you look at it, right, and speed is incredibly important in today's NHL, and there's, there's being individually fast and there's playing fast, and the, to, to play fast, you have to play with pace. You have to be able to maintain that level of speed and conditioning, not just for a 20-minute period, but for a 60-minute game. And I think the the baseline, the basis that you can build upon is what you can do right now in training camp. And, and everyone showed up in shape, and everyone's committed to working hard. I think that's the most important thing right now. A couple of observations from training camp today, and we've got one-timers, news and notes from around the NHL. We'll give you the, uh, the lay of the land from the National Hockey League perspective in hour number two. Uh, that's coming up uh, as well as Bruce Cassidy's uh, day two media briefing, uh, which uh, is going to uh, happen uh, in the next uh, couple of minutes. So we'll turn that around and bring it to you. But uh, what they worked on, a lot of two-on-two, -two, neutral zone, uh, transition, and defense. 
defending uh, a lot of two-on-two in the early going and then getting into some five-on-five work uh, through the neutral zone and in the offensive zone. Uh, Lucas Cormier uh, was noticeable today, uh, both in the battle part of it uh, he's an offensive player, so uh, the battle part of it uh, jumped out at me. And uh, he was in the rotation a couple of times with uh, Alex Petrangelo, which I thought yeah. was great, and the communication going back and forth with those two. Yeah, I, I was impressed today by Lucas Cormier. I, I thought he had a, a really good showing here in, in day number two. The The battle drills, to me, are going to be like the area where Cormier can open up the most eyes, right? Because we know what he can do offensively. We know what the instincts are in the offensive zone, but it's going to be about adding those layers to your game. And for Cormier as a defenseman, there's going to have to be the expectation that in those types of battles, he's going to be able to come out with the puck more often than not. He certainly had himself a day in that regard. I thought it was interesting watching the players from the next session waiting to go on. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of them, it's training camp. What are you going to do in the hotel? What are you going to do? So you come to the rink. You're usually at the rink a little bit earlier. And uh, the kids especially uh, are, are out watching, mm-hmm. and they're taking in what's going on ahead of them. And uh, almost like a minor hockey feel of uh, trying to gauge what's ahead and what's in store. Uh, I thought that was uh, a really interesting uh, part of it. And the the, the other uh, c- part coming together was the communication between Petrangelo and Cormier is a, is a young guy and a veteran. But there's also those talks that take place when we're doing going through this uh, new system of veteran to veteran. Like, Jonathan Marcheseau and Mark Stone had a lengthy conversation, and uh, and Petrangelo came into that as well. And there's some some chuckles, but there's also some some serious talk. Okay, you're going over there. Uh, I think I'm supposed to to slide in uh, on top of that. And uh, hearing and then watching those two uh, real important parts of the franchise get dialed in uh, that nobody's just uh, floating through and uh, on autopilot through a training camp uh, they're making sure they're where they should be well I, I think that that has something to do with you know setting the example setting the tone as as veteran players but it, it also has to do with those guys being on a line together in terms of chemistry there's a a a, a degree of work that goes into building chemistry Sometimes you have it right off the bat, but then there are other times where you have to make your intentions known. You have to know kind of where things are. And, you know, to me, the, the fact that you've got Mark Stone and, and Jonathan Marcheseau working through things, not just during the drills, but after the drills, that's a really good sign of, of two players that are wanting to work on that chemistry, that are wanting to find that common ground so that they can be better together as a unit some people have trouble evaluating goaltending or they hesitate to evaluate goaltending yeah. that's the much better way to phrase it uh during drills and they would they would uh lean towards scrimmages mm-hmm. or exhibition games yeah. before you evaluate uh, I, i'm more on the on the latter and and if i if i had my my druthers i, I drills you got players that would try something in a drill or shoot in a certain situation that they never would in a game mm-hmm. and and some that's that's a little bit unfair but given that this is all we have to look at 
in the last couple of days, and we've got six goaltenders out in the ice for the Vegas Gold Knights uh, here at this training camp at City National Arena. A real positive sign. Uh, Logan Thompson looks fantastic, and Aiden Hill is breaking in a brand new set of gear, just arrived, and I, to, to my eye, uh, looked, looked really good today. Uh, Hutchison uh, was fabulous in, in the last group that was out. Uh, some real positives. Yeah, I, I liked Aiden Hill a lot today. I, I think that just kind of his movement, his his comfortability from from maybe yesterday to today, to today was fantastic. Um, I had a, a little bit of a chat with him about that specifically. What did he say? Just that he he felt better today. He, you've got a you know you've got a player that is is coming to a new situation, coming to a new place, breaking in new gear. Um, yesterday was a big day. Yesterday was one of those days where uh, you're just trying to put your best foot forward and, and get into that new routine. And he said today he felt much better on the ice. So that's that's one of those things where, you know, the benefit of of getting that first session out of the way can, can just kind of take some weight off your shoulders. So I thought Aiden Hill looked really good today. Logan Thompson's lateral movement to me is just ridiculous. Like yeah. the way that he's able to come across and eliminate everything on the ice is is really really fun to watch. Makes a lot of highlight reel saves and, in the course of a, a regular practice. And, and that's the thing with Logan is is there's there's that element of flair and flash to his game, and there's a real explosive element to how he plays the position. And it's on full display in two-on-ones and, and breakaway-type situations because if if you're going low on Logan Thompson, you're not scoring. He's that good at moving laterally side-to-side. Side. Uh, another just what I take in during the course of three practices uh, today <laughs> is there's a, there's a focus with this group right now that is very apparent. New coach, missed the playoffs, it's business. I mean, you've got Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee watching overhead. All the scouts uh, are on hand, uh, player personnel uh, uh, watching, and nothing is getting lost out there. But when there is a goal in some of these drills, these transition drills, <laughs> the whole rink erupts. I'm not talking about the fans yeah. and, and great uh, presence uh, by representation by the VGK faithful sure, uh, at yeah. National Arena, but the players on the ice, when they score – it's it's applauded from one end to the other. I don't know if the goalies don't like it, but uh, <laughs> but I, I love the fact that everybody's uh, getting into it. And I'm we're used to John the Marshall hooting hollering when he scores. Yeah. I'm not talking about that and the and the uh, the that kind of fun stuff, but more a, a team aspect. Good on you guys going down there and and putting that puck in the net. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there there have been some real fun moments. Uh, there was kind of a a, a short ice, small ice, three-on-three type situation that was going at the end of these sessions. and uh, Yeah, they put the the nets on each blue line. On each blue line. Played lengthwise, yeah. but uh, each blue line, and and were three-on-three. Three. Yeah, and it was, it was tight quarters, it was tight maneuverability, but there was, uh, and, and I clued in on this because I thought it was funny. Uh, Will Carrier, I forget who it was, but he tripped a player. And it was a, an egregious trip, if, if you're ever going to see one. And if you want to talk about how engaged everyone is and how, you know, there's a degree of work for sure, but there's also a, a little bit of a looseness, a, a, an element of fun to go along with the work. 
Bruce Cassidy put his arm up like he was about to call a penalty. Really? And, and it was and, and it was for fun. It, it was it didn't lead to anything in the context of the drill, but it was just one of those things that kind of gives you an idea of yes, the work is hard, but everyone out there is also having fun and everyone is engaged, even as something even something as small as Will Carrier trip somebody? I'm going to throw the arm up there. That's a penalty. Well, we've got another official. Ryan Craig has been the actual ref <laughs> yes. during scrimmages yes. in the past. And Mark Stone, a puck hit the post and was on the line earlier in the uh, in the day. And he pointed, he gave that point right to the net that yeah. it was in. And sure enough, that puck dribbled across the line. So here's a guy that knows how to score. Mark Stone's averaged 23 goals a year. Mm-hmm. For seven straight seasons prior to last year, when he was uh, limited to nine, uh, he knows the puck around the net, and seeing him in that part, like excited and doing a Mark Stone type of reaction, yeah, it, it's obviously great to see him on the ice and going through the drills and not having, okay, I'm just gonna. L- take a day off to manage my body. And that might happen as, as we go through this because it is a, a crazy pace. But having him do what we're used to seeing Mark Stone do over the last couple of years before he battled this this back injury was a huge breath of fresh air. I, I think it, it lends itself to Mark Stone starting to feel like Mark Stone again. Yeah. And, and that's like... One of the most important things in the world when it comes to this hockey club is that you've got your captain, mm-hmm. you've got Mark Stone, feeling like himself, excited, ready to go, really enjoying the process. To me, that that's one of the best things that you can see from the Golden Knights' perspective. And Mark could be a referee because he had that <laughs> solid point. Like he, he was right on it. I wouldn't say his positioning was great as an official. He was up near the blue line. Yeah. But... The judgment was correct. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, from the captain, uh, let's check in with uh, one of the newest members of the Vegas Golden Knights organization. Uh, Zachary Mananen joins us here in Studio 31 of VGK Training Camp 2022. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. So uh, g- give me the the 411, the background story. So I'm using lingo that uh, that you wouldn't know. But uh, sort of where where you've been and how you came to the, to the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, so I'm from Finland. I'm play last four years in KHL Russia and uh, before that one year Sweden and uh, after that hometown Finland and yeah that's pretty much my career. What are you as a hockey player? What I am? Are you a goal scorer? Are you, yeah. are you a fighter? Are you, are you <laughs> 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 yeah maybe uh, we'll say like all around like a two way forward I think uh, skating is my biggest strength mm-hmm. yeah but yeah of course scoring goals try to use my shot and uh, make a make a play I, I look at the stats and you have no trouble scoring goals uh, how, how do you score them on the rush you know for the shot uh, uh, around the net how, how do you poke that puck across yeah maybe on the rush uh, or the or the half wall mm-hmm. would we'll say like uh, yeah and of course yeah front of the net I like to be also there like uh, little tips and uh, rebounds and uh, I don't say there's uh, only one strength or uh, all around the front of the net or a little bit higher, just a wrist shot or stuff like that. Uh, 
That's pretty much it. <laughs> Zachary Mannon joins us here in Studio 31 as we uh, bring you the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show from Vegas Golden Knights Training Camp 2022. In watching you, there's a real ability to kind of get lost in in kind of coverage and, and all of a sudden you're right there in front of the net no one's on you you still have the ability to kind of find those areas how, how did you develop that aspect of your game elusive um, and just an ability to get to where you need to be in order to put the puck in the back of the net yeah I'm playing uh, yeah center most of the time uh, so I know the also like the D zone uh, like a uh, uh, how you how you if I'm on the D zone, what's the hardest part to defense? So it's uh, I'm also when I'm going to the net, I know know where's the I'm, I'm uh, hard hard to defend to against me. So I know the spot. So it's uh, I can use those like uh, I play in the center, I try to the net. So I know that I go behind the D or so that's area. I know it's the hardest part for me also like the defense. I know someone going behind the net or are those like a little details you are on the back door or something like it's yeah uh, it's a uh, little things and but yeah i kind of learned those playing center so both ways uh offense and the d so Zagar Manon with us uh, i i got a chance to to chat with you a little bit yesterday and i can already tell that i'm going to lean on you for all kinds of insight because you're so you just see the game and uh with such a great uh delicacy uh what have you noticed about Bruce Cassidy and, and the two workouts that you've had today? Sorry? And yesterday. Well, the, the Bruce Cassidy and the two practices, the two sessions, uh, your uh, assessment of what you've uh, gone through. Yeah, we, uh, yesterday we get, uh, of course, a lot of, lot of new stuff coming on the, yeah, how, how we want to play. And uh, yesterday we, we came a little bit the D zone, how we want to play in the D zone. And uh, today, like, uh, uh, neutral zone and uh, on the rush and... and uh, yeah, for me, there's, uh, I would say, a little, little bit more like information, uh, of course, uh, how, how how we want to play and their, the style how we play, uh, how I used to used to play, but uh, I, I like it so so far, so uh, it's it's been fun, fun how to be on the ice. How different is it from your experience in Europe or the KHL the last few years on, on the bigger surface? Uh, yeah, I think the cage out there's uh, some of the rings are a little bit bigger. So there is, I think we go more in the north-south direction. So uh, it's go up right away and uh, go rush. And uh, and the cage out we might have some 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 rings we have maybe puck position more and uh, turn back and uh, hold the puck. And there's just here we go. Back and forth all the time. So, but it, it, I like it so much. Uh, it's pretty fun to play. Do you do you kind of feel like that north south game benefits the the way that you play your style? Yeah, yeah, I yeah I like that. Uh, of course, we have couple couple rings in KHL, NHL size. So yeah. I kind of kind of used to play that kind of game also. Like and um, yeah, uh, you go up right away. You are scoring just coming. Yeah, um, more scoring just and uh, back in the KHL. So yeah, it's it's more fun to play. Uh, give us the uh, background, your history in, internationally, because you're one of the most decorated Finns that uh, that I've ever come across. Yeah, yeah, we we won the championship 2019, and uh, yeah, now 22, and uh, and the Olympic and 22, we won the and the uh, Beijing. So yeah, we have. 
we have always like a like a Finnish team or from Finland. Uh, we like a how I say like a team spirit is the yeah. the most most important thing for us. Like uh, we are the, like one team and uh, yeah, it's it's really show and uh, everybody everybody in the love to play in the Finnish national team and that there's a lot of a lot of uh, like good players and uh, the style style we played uh, that will be successful now couple years I always say Finns and Canadians are like interchangeable it, <laughs> uh, it's almost the same thing one Scandinavian one's North America but it's it's so close where's your gold medal like what uh, where do you keep that thing uh, your Olympic championship they are they are home oh mm -hmm. well, and the uh, Big frame on the wall. No, or you keep no. the <laughs> <laughs> not not yet. Yeah, I have to have to put it someday on there. But now it's on on the. There is a special place, but uh, not so fancy. But uh, just a little. Yeah. Now, when you know, when you and I chatted a little bit yesterday too, I, I asked you about kind of goal setting, and and one of those things that I, I found interesting is that you just talked about going out and playing, right? It, it play free, enjoy the process. How did you kind of arrive at that mindset over the last couple of seasons? Yeah, um, I don't actually know. Uh, I remember when I played like a few years ago. Like, uh, if you, I feel if if you start like thinking too much, uh, what's gonna happen? Like uh, that kind of mindset mm -hmm. is gonna mm -hmm. blow or like, crash right away. Like, uh, yeah. then I learned that like uh, uh, like living in the in the moment mm -hmm. and uh that i kind of learn in russia when i played there like uh i love to play there uh, like a big role and uh under pressure and uh i felt like i like i said i grown like a uh, mental strength mm -hmm. over there like uh, i grown like a human being and uh, and a hockey player also and uh, i think that's the most one of the most important things for my career we we haven't seen you over here. Why why at thirty? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I uh, this is the I think uh, I'm the best right now for my like uh, I would say like three years ago I would say like no chance, but I think really? like yeah, uh, for sure yeah. I What's changed it, in your game to get you to this point? I don't know. Maybe the I played. Of course, that I played in the KHL like a big role, and uh, and uh, under pressure, like uh, have to have to produce uh, all the time. Like maybe that changed me and uh, grow me uh, the player I'm I'm right now. So maybe that's the key. Uh, uh, yeah. That I mean, that's that's really interesting. In in that, the more you've taken on, the more pressure that you've had, it, it's almost unlocked something in you. Mm. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that, but yeah, uh, I like it. I feel like when you when you play under pressure, then you kind of are on your best. Kind of like mm -hmm. uh, you, like a few years ago, you are under uh, playing under pressure. I feel like uh, can't can't play my own game. But mm -hmm. uh, now years going, and you you're like uh, more growing, and uh, now you start like enjoying that. Like the the moments coming, so you know, like uh, that's that's your time. Like yeah. like, like I say, yeah. I hate pressure. I crumble. <laughs> I crumble whenever it happens. Uh, who's your hero growing up? It's my hero. I have a couple of heroes in uh, my hometown when I played, and uh, uh, they played. And uh, my 
my uh, own carpet is the team mm-hmm. Marvin I wrote and there's uh, like a Mika Pyörälä who, who uh, who's uh, like uh, stop playing now he's like 40 now but he's like a he's that type of player who don't make mistake on ice like kind of like a he kind of on my eyes when I watch his game it's like a, he just make the coach's right, dream yeah make the right play and the right uh, like uh, position like a it's not the fancy all the time but if you have to put puck deep put it and the, like uh, it's like uh, looks easy mm-hmm. uh before we let you go i was told about this so i don't know whether this is totally left field or not but i was encouraged to ask you about your rental car <laughs> <laughs> tell me about the rental car uh yeah i just got it yesterday dodge Charger? Yeah. Can oh, I, you, oh, so you got some horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just say, I, just say, I got it yesterday. I push like, oh, I can feel it right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it out to the speedway a little bit. <laughs> no, no. I have to take it easy. Yeah. Well, that, that uh, you channel your inner Tamo Solani, and uh, he likes to drive fast. Yeah. We, we know that. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I know he, he has a lot of like uh, supercars and nice cars. Uh, well, he's only four or five year hours away. He can make yeah. it here. You guys go for a spin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, awesome stuff. Uh, really excited to see you, uh, watch you at the Olympics and the World Championships, and, and then to be able to connect the dots and have you at Vegas Golden Knights training camp and, and be able to see you in the National Hockey League. This is awesome. Really appreciate it, and uh, best of luck. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Sakura Manon uh, joins us. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the VGK Insider Show live from VGK Training Camp at City National Arena from Studio 31. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas is where the players hang out. Sakura Manon uh, stopping by. He is a uh, forward who can put the puck in the net. Not the biggest guy in the world, mm-hmm. but that game has changed so much to allow these types of players to have an impact uh, in uh, the National Hockey League. And when he talks about the pressure being on and it improves his game, mm-hmm. he's not kidding. <laughs> the, the World Championship last year scored mm-hmm. six goals in ten games. Yeah. At the Olympic Games, four goals in six games. Wins both with a gold medal uh, at the World Championship and the Olympic Golds. Uh, in in the KHL, his last two years, 19 goals in 38 games, 19 goals, 55 games. The, the guy responds, and he can find a way to push that thing across the line. Yeah, I, I, pressure's interesting um, because some people, you, wilt. wilt under pressure, and some people, that brings out the best in them. And you look at... You know what Sakari Manonen's been able to do over the last three or four years when it comes to pressure, when it comes to performing, um, he's risen to the challenge. And 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 you know what I like about him? It's the mindset of going out there, being present in the moment, and and being honest, right? Like you know, you you asking him the question, "Why now?" and he says, "Well." Well, now I'm. I feel like I'm ready to kind of make that jump. To well, it's late in a guy's career to it, make this uh, jump to the National Hockey right. League. You're absolutely right. But I think the the awareness and understanding of I'm a better player because of the pressure that I've been under the last few years, and it's better equipped me to make the most of my opportunity, which is right now. Did, did you kind of appreciate that I didn't throw you to the wolves in that conversation too? 
Me? Yeah. In what way? Well, because did I not have Manonin in my starting 12? <laughs> you did. For yeah. the season opener? Yeah, no, you did. And I didn't brag to him that I had that, <laughs> nor did I throw you to the wolves and saying you didn't have it. But I am, I am very excited that Ryan Wallace has bought into this. And the Manonin Express, as I'm calling it, mm-hmm. uh, more the merrier. You, you love this player. I do, and and I will just correct one thing. I do have Mannanen in my official lineup. Oh, you do? He's on my third line with Carlson okay. and Kessel. I'm, I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah. I knew it wasn't quite as uh, the the same, but uh, he 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 has <laughs> skill. But I'm I'm happy to hear that because I think this is a player that that I think we've been talking about a little earlier than a lot of other yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, not not because we're smarter than anybody else, just because we've we've really we think that we found something uh, in in this uh, trying to break into the National Hockey League. Yeah, I, I think you're you're looking for it, wild card is such an overused term, but you're looking for that guy that if you're if you're trying to address where a hole might be, mm-hmm. you want to try to identify where the options are. And for me, Manonin's one of them. Because the ability to score, but Bruce Cassidy yesterday in describing his game called him slippery. And, and that's one of the greatest things to call a guy that, that may be a little undersized in that they're able to find spaces. Yeah. They're able to get under those checks. They're able to still find a way to produce in the hardest areas that's of the That's Patrick ice. Kane. Yeah. Like, doesn't get hit a lot. Yeah. Zachary Manon doesn't get hit a lot. Yeah, I know. And, and, and in watching him in drills... He always seems to be just ahead of where everyone else is. And just in talking to him right now, it's right up here. It's the mental aspect of the game. It's thinking about where those areas are and how to get to them. And that's what's made him successful. In the past, you would call a player like Zachary having that, those instincts uh, survival instincts. Yeah. Now it's, it's just as much skill. But you put the two together, you've got uh, somebody that can really make things happen. I, I can't wait to watch him in a scrimmage or in a game mm. to see uh, those skills, the vision, uh, everything come out and uh, and be on display for us to watch. Preseason starts on Sunday in Denver against the Avalanche and then Monday back at uh, T-Mobile Arena against the Los Angeles Kings. So we'll take a break and get set for hour number two. Bruce Cassidy is coming up. Uh, a story about... Paul Cotter, that you're going to love to hear. And then uh, we've got one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Uh, from location at VGK Training Camp in Studio 31, this is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. I don't know how much uh, time you guys have spent on social media the last couple of days. But there's uh, quite a bit out there, hmm. including a picture of uh, me and Zachary Madden <laughs> with Wallace in there. And why are you guys making fun of my Instagram it, picture? Okay, one, I'm not making fun of it. I kind of love it, to be honest with you. And, you know, now that you and I are, well, at least I'm friends with you on Instagram, uh... Were we not friends before? I, I didn't follow you. Oh. I, I, 
I'm not on Instagram as much so as I am. So I Twitter. have to post a picture of you with yeah. an NHLer in well, order for you to follow me. I'm not on Instagram very much, is my point. Are you kidding? I'm not on Instagram very much. Instagram's way better than Twitter. Okay, I don't disagree with you. Maybe Maybe I should rephrase that. I'm not on Instagram for hockey very much, and I'm not really on social media very much when it's not involving hockey. All right. So all that being said, now I follow you on Instagram. Now there's another way for you and I to communicate. That's and awesome. I came across a phenomenal picture of Darren Millard. It's my home picture or whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But, like, I don't know that a lot of people on Twitter know that you've got an Instagram and know where to find you. So what I'm going to do, just in the, the interest of being kind to everyone that's listening right now and everyone that follows along on Twitter, at Ryan Hockey Guy, at Darren Millard, um, give us a follow. I'm just gonna put the tw- I'm just gonna put the picture out there. I'm just gonna put the picture it's out there. It's a fun picture. It's from the road trip up so in Missoula, cool. Montana. Yeah, and we were having some fun with uh, with the photographers uh, that that were there. It's very professional. And I I I offered my best sort of slap shot. Yeah, pointing the stick at you. Very serious. It, it's like you had just gotten drafted. Yeah, I'm very serious. You are very serious. It's yeah. professionally done. You look really. It is a professional. Kid. No, picture. I know. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah. It's it's a really good picture of you. I understand. My hair's good. Your hair is good. Yeah. I understand why you have chosen that as your main picture on Instagram. My profile picture. You're imposing in it. Mm. Do, do you think I look bigger? You look imposing. Mm. Intimidating. I, I, imposing. Mm. Uh, Paul Cotter is past the intimidation phase of becoming a professional hockey player. And I'm being serious about that. I'm going to explain just his journey and the arrival at this particular training camp and what's different for Paul physically at this training camp at City National Arena. We are coming to you live from VGK Training Camp at City National Arena inside Studio 31, hour number two of the VGK Insider Show, next on Fox Sports Las Vegas.